Day 42. Day 42. Am I feeling good or am I just over-caffeinated? I can't tell the difference. I think I'm feeling, I think it's both. I think I'm feeling good and I'm, I drank way too much coffee today. Um, so I'm not going to question it. I'm jacked up right now. Dude, I just got a comment on my Instagram post from a stranger. Shout out to Jared. Apparently my podcast is helping, which is crazy. (laughs) And immediately my brain goes, oh man, how much longer is this guy going to fucking listen to though? God, I have someone who likes my podcast and immediately, you know, no chance I can keep them listening for what three more episodes at best, bro. Like, let's relax, Aiden. God, if I if this podcast ever gave me if this ever gave me a touch of notoriety, if anything ever gives me a touch of notoriety, I need to I'm gonna need to build a team around me to keep myself in check. Cause immediately I'm like, I'm fucking changing lives here. <laughs> Yeah, I'm changing lives. Sitting in my room by myself, talking into my fucking roommate's microphone. The podcast might be over the moment my roommate needs, you know. He's like, hey man, I don't really want you to use my microphone anymore. Uh, Fucking podcast is over. Dude, I just got lunch with someone at a meeting. He's a comic, and it was good to talk about shit with him. Probably going to go to his show. He bought me lunch, which was really nice. <laughs> uh, why, did I even, why did I even start this episode? What am I? Yeah, I'm really over-caffeinated. Guys, I think I'm going on a date tonight. Um... With a 32-year-old woman. I met her on, you guessed it, field. As my saying goes, when you get sober, you might as well try to have threesomes with poly people. She, guys, she has, she's 32, and she has an Irish accent, and somehow she's agreed to go on a date with me. Um... <laughs> uh... We're going to, we're going to, we're on a, we're going on a pinball date. Y'all ever been on a pinball date? We're going to play pinball together. Maybe, maybe like I'll have the left button and she'll have the right button. And we'll try to hit a high score together. <laughs> it would be funny if like we're, we're playing pinball together. I have the left side and she has the right side and we're, we're fucking, you know, we're fucking working it. And she's like, oh, so where are you from? And I'm like, shh. Come on, we're about to, come on, jackpot, jackpot, we got the jackpot. Yes, we hit the little kid's head. Okay, come on, come on. Uh, do you have any siblings? Shut the fuck up. Come on, come on. <laughs> I should just lose all interest in her and just get real into pinball. Such a 32-year-old date. Does she know I'm 25? I have it on my profile. Do you think she saw that? <laughs> Um, and now it's like, how honest should I be on this date? Like, 
Oh yeah. So I know everyone talked me out of the date last time, but that was hinge. And I think the expectations are a little different. This app, uh, this is real low stakes. Like I think, you know, I think she's just looking for something casual and I'm just looking to fucking, you know, flex my like social muscle in that sort of capacity again, because it's been such a long time since I've gone on a date. Um, and I mean, the worst thing that could happen is just that I am a, I become a great story for her and her friends about the guy who, uh, who was 42 days sober. But do I come off the, do I rip, do I, so what do you have going on? Um, I'm an Uber driver and I go to uh, an AA meeting every day. Um, huh. Is that, so what do you do for fun? Um, not much. I have 40 days, I have 42 days sober. Did I mention that? Yeah, you mentioned that already. Oh, <laughs> enough about me. <laughs> what about you? Uh, so what kind of things are you into? Uh, well, I mean, I love weed and Xanax and alcohol and mushrooms and, uh, no, but you're sober. Oh yeah, I'm sober. So, uh, um, I like watching TV. Okay. <laughs> Not me just practicing a conversation. Not me practicing a date conversation by myself alone in my room. Fuck. I, I, yeah, I'm not going into this with any expectations. I mean, my expectation is that I'll probably never see her again after this date. And not because I like ghost her. It's because she will want nothing to do with me after this. She'll be like, oh, that kid seems not all together. You know, I just assume everyone in their 30s, you know, kind of has their shit kind of going on, you know, kind of pulled together, which is a a, a blanket statement for sure. There's some there's some 32-year-old messes, but I mean, she's got an Irish accent, so she's got to have it together. I'm really bad at accents, but the Irish accent actually is the one I kind of have a handle on. You know what? I could bust out my Irish accent. How early into the date should I ask the Irish girl to judge my Irish accent? I'm really bad at accents. The only reason I kind of know how to do an Irish accent is because my friend Jessie, she has a, a fun joke about this where if you kind of pretend like you're going up a hill and you're just really out of breath. Oh, that's kind of what an Irish accent sounds like. <laughs> Dude, Jesse fucking killed it with that one. She really put the puzzle pieces together on that. I can't do any besides my English accent, which is really good. My English accent is really good. But uh, how early into the date? I drive Uber. What do you do for fun? Uh, oh, I... I work on my Irish accent. I work on my Irish accent. Would you like to play some pinball? <laughs> a pinball date. It's like an arcade bar. Some people say, whoa, wait, in a bar? Are you sure? You know, in public spaces like that, I'm really not, you know, 
I'm not tempted as much to like drink and shit. It's more like when I'm in like a Seven Eleven and I see the tall cans in there, and I'm like, man, I could just buy a couple of these and head right back to my apartment and fucking and fucking check out. And also, like, I I honestly don't worry about relapsing this early into sobriety because, you know, when shit isn't feeling that good, that's, I feel like I've probably said this before, when shit isn't feeling that good, I can, it's so much easier for me to put my head down and do the right thing and we'll see if shit gets, if shit starts getting better, that's when it gets tricky. Because I'm like, man, I feel good. And I know how to feel even better. Oh, Aiden, you figured this out thing. You figured this whole thing out. You, you're cured. You're cured, baby. <laughs> Go get fucked up. You deserve it, man. You deserve it. Maybe on my one year. Maybe when I get one year, I'll, I'll, I'll celebrate. With some fucking ketamine and Xanax. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, yeah, man, I'm so young, dude. That's also what you go to AA means. And I was like, I've peaked 25. My my best days behind me. I'll never be like I was when I was a junior in college. (laughs) Peak Aiden was when I was a junior in college. And uh, you'll never get back to that. And then you go to a meeting and there's people so much older than you. And you realize, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? And even if that were the case, get over it, bro. Just live a nice little life and find people you love and just puts around with them you know, pay your bills. And that's kind of it, bro. But no, I wanted... (laughs) What about my Emmy? What about my Oscar? Shut the fuck up, Aiden. Okay. Whoa, whoa, okay. Sorry, enough with that. Enough with that negative self-talk. See? My God. Aiden, you're doing it again. Now you're confusing yourself. No, but that was for content. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Chill out, chill out. I just want my mind to stop racing and uh, I don't know how long it'll take for that to just be the case. You're 42 days in. Cool it. I, cause I'll be, I was at Shake Shack last night with some people after the meeting I was sitting next to a guy, and I was thinking, I was like, man, I want to be more like this fucking guy. He's so cool, calm, collected, like he's got his shit together. Like, Aiden, just let's try to emulate this dude. And I said, how much time he has? He was like almost eight years. I was like, oh, yeah. The guy I got lunch with, 10 years. It takes a little bit, Aiden. And I know it it freaks a lot of people out in early sobriety. They're like, what? Eight years? Are you fucking kidding me? It's like probably not that long to get your shit together. But honestly, it's not really freaking me out. It's like, 
if anything, it's like, yeah, bro, give yourself the grace to be a buffoon right now. The guy I got lunch with was like, yeah, go on this date and fuck it up. <laughs> it's like, I have full confidence that you're going to go on this date tonight and you're going to fuck it up. You're probably going to embarrass yourself and you're going to say some weird shit, but fuck it. You have 42 days. Start, you know, start mixing the pot. And, uh, yeah, I think he's right about that. Um, man. Yeah, and I can tell, like, I'm not ready to, like, totally be back on performing. Because, like, usually when I get on mic like this and I, like, start talking, you know, ideas start flowing. And I'm like, ooh, I'll say that. And then I'll go to that. And full circle, call back to that. And nothing. Radio static. trying to think it is really nice hanging out with just like alcoholics after meetings because i don't have to do shit and they get it they're just like hey just sit here just sit here and be a little human and let us let the big boys carry the conversation and I know, Aiden, you desperately want to carry the conversation. You love the sound of your own voice. You started a fucking podcast <laughs> just to talk about yourself. But I just get to sit there and, like, actually be miserable. Not this performative bullshit I've done my entire life. Where if I'm socializing, I gotta be D1. A plus Aiden, baby. Firing on all cylinders. Because if I don't, then people won't fuck with me. I said like one awkward thing at the lunch with this guy. And I mean, and he went to go get a to-go box. And I was like, fuck, I fucked it up. I had my shot to, you know, impress this guy. Make him think I'm a cool guy. And I fucked it up. <laughs> Aiden. You imbecile. Uh, and I'm okay. And I won't, I'm like starting to get upset with myself right now because this, uh, like, because <laughs> I'm just talking. Oh my God. Be gentle, dog. Seriously, be gentle with yourself. You're a sensitive dude. It's okay. I really, you know, it's got to be okay. With where I'm at. You drive Uber. And it pays like shit. I'm going to apply to some new jobs after this. Had a couple interviews. Got one job. But it would have interfered with too many meetings. And I have a feeling I'm not going to hear back about this other one. Um, Even though I fucking crushed the interview, guys. I'll be real. I fucking murdered the interview. I'm not going to lie. But I guess not enough. Because... <laughs> Cause uh, I ain't hearing it. I'm just scrolling through Indeed right now. <laughs> Not disrespectful. You guys are like listening to me talk, and I'm scrolling Indeed server Santa Monica seafood. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. I'll stop. Uh, man. Okay. I don't like. 
like, I really did always fancy myself a confident person. And I think like, this is the most honest I've ever been with, my, been with myself. These past 42 days, it's the most I've indulged myself with just, you know, rigorous honesty. And man, I am a scared, insecure dude. I really am. Shit really goes back to childhood, right? You know, I didn't think my parents really liked me growing up. <laughs> and they have reasons for that, right? Like, I've learned about their childhood and how it influenced their parenting. And, you know, it all makes sense. It all goes together like a puzzle. But, um, you know, like, my mom was really insecure about her own parenting. And so she literally thought, it was in my and my sister's best interest if she like limited the time she spent with us. You know, oh, uh, you know, at this, you know, like I'll be around them a bit, but like, I don't, you know, I don't want to be such a negative influence on my kids just by being myself around them. And that's sad as shit. And I read it as, oh, uh, I guess my mom doesn't like think I'm that interesting or that fun to be around and I like loved playing with her like I loved I loved when she would like you know play with action figures with me and we'd like lay in bed and before I went to sleep and like come up with these imaginary worlds together and like that was like my favorite thing and so it was always so fun when we did it but it I just you know she, because of her own shit, and I don't want to, I'm not going to get into her own shit. You know, her and my dad both had, like, they both had tough, tough upbringings. And, yeah, it just kind of breaks my heart that she thought she had to, like, put some distance between herself and her own kids. And then I read it as, I'm not interesting. I have to fight for attention and affection. And that's how I translated. Like, I went to school, and I've talked, you know, I talked about how, like, every fucking day I showed up to school with different checklists about, like, who I have to socialize with and how to make everyone like me. Just like I did with my parents. My dad was a little different because my dad worked. I, you know, I rarely see him during the week. It's funny. Like he said he would like be up with us most, more, most mornings, but like during the week, but I just, I just honestly don't remember that that well. And that's the fuck thing too. Like I probably am, like my memory is probably really selective. Like there are probably way more instances of them, you know, showing love and affection to me. Than I really like recall. You know, I never. I have zero memories of my. I've. 
zero memories of my parents showing like affection towards each other, like in a romantic capacity, zero. And I also, and they got divorced in 2010. And I also have near zero memories of them like arguing and fighting too. I remember once, like I think it was the Halloween, maybe a year or two, maybe the Halloween of the year they got divorced before. I remember them like having an argument in hushed whispers, kind of. But that's like my only memory of that. And like, I don't think that was like a great temp, like, you know, that's why I have no idea. Like any demonstration of love for me is like contrived from like fucking media. My parents, like, I think like taught me how to fucking love bomb because they would like, you know, I have, you know, they would just dump affection on me periodically. I'd be like, oh, that's what you do. You can kind of check out mentally from someone as long as every once in a while you just fucking hammer them with love and attention. And then that'll uh, carry on for a little bit. So, yeah, I would go to school and hammer people with love and affection, attention, be the friend I thought they wanted me to be. You know, for a week or two and then, you know, move on to some other people until I felt like I had to go back and re-up on the people I already did. It's weird shit. That's too much anxiety for... I had so... I didn't think I was anxious, but that shit was anxiety-inducing. Too much for a fucking seven-year-old, my dude. Too much. Um... Yeah. Someone needed to just, uh, y'all ever do this inner child work? Y'all ever hug a body pillow and cry into it, pretending that it's your little self? <laughs> and you say, you're so special. <laughs> you're special, Aiden. And you hold this body pillow. <laughs> Dude, inner child work is so embarrassing. Just like, for, just from an objective perspective, it is so silly. You are loved, and you are special, Aiden. I'm crying into it, but I'm crying into a body pillow. <laughs> uh, it's funny, man. And it's weird because it's like, uh, how the fuck will that would that help anyone? I'm talking to your imaginary younger self. But I do think there's value in fucking, uh, dude, I just, I just say fucking so much. I have to, I do think there's value in, uh, saying all that shit out loud, even to an imaginary version, younger version of yourself. Hmm. Aiden? You're so special. You little cute boy. Dude, I remember when my, my favorite babysitter stopped working for us. I cried alone in my room to a photo of us listening to Green Day. So I hope you had the time of your life. Did not express that emotion to anyone just by myself. <laughs> okay, this is getting... Okay, I'm annoyed that I even brought that up. Boo-hoo, Aiden, shut the fuck up. Okay, oh my god. Stop. Being so hard on yourself. Okay.
now I'm like embarrassed. I'm really embarrassed right now. And uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I probably pissed all of I'm like probably annoying everyone right now. Everyone who's everyone who hung on for dear life throughout this episode. I think I'm gonna hop off, uh, apply to some jobs, maybe Uber around a little bit. Yeah, love you.